Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast, episode number 105, It's Okay. My name is Jessie Ellertson and I am a certified life coach, a 15-year military wife, and a mother of six. I love working with flowers, playing games, and going to the movies, and I'm a huge fan of my husband and kids, sleeping in, and everything about food. I have created this podcast as a free resource for military wives who want to improve the experience that they are having while their service member is deployed. If you are ready to thrive while your husband is away, then you are in the right place. Today, we're going to talk about why feeling whatever we're feeling is okay. In On this podcast, and when you discuss life coaching and mind management in general, the focus tends to be, and the the obvious like way you would describe thought work and mind management is how we can change our thoughts and change our feelings, which in turn will change the actions that we take and the results that occur in our life in order to feel more the way we want to feel and to create the life more the way we want it to be. And that's a great emphasis. But today I really want to focus on another important aspect of all of this. And it's almost like what you graduate to once you really uh, have done, like have taken this work into your life. And once you really start interacting with yourself in this way and managing your mind in this way, which is actually to do way less of changing what you feel and a lot more of just accepting what you feel. And then you're able to process it pretty quickly and move on from it pretty quickly and then get back to, you know, doing more of what you want to do. But there's just this cool level that you graduate to where it's totally okay that you're thinking unproductive thoughts. It's totally okay that you're thinking painful thoughts, whatever they are and feeling that way because you're human and that's part of the human experience. We're definitely, we know we're not on a mission to cure ourselves of our lower brain. We know that's not even possible. And we also know that our lower brain is our partner and an asset. And we're also not on a mission to not be human. We're on a mission to live the whole human experience, positive emotions, negative emotions, to just be open to it all. And when you graduate to this level is when you realize that the only problem that thinking an unproductive thought really creates or thinking a painful thought really creates is when we make it mean something about us, when we judge ourselves for it, when we try to hide from it, when we try to resist it or escape it or you know, pretend it isn't happening, hide it from other people, pretend we are perfect, right? I want you to just make a little more space for the human experience, for your personal humanity, and just try on some of these things that we're going to talk about today where I still want you to guide your thoughts, of course, and create an amazing life that you're wanting to create for yourself, but just opening up to this concept of it's okay when I'm thinking this way and feeling this way, even though I'm trying to do it less, even though now I'm totally aware that when I think this unproductive thought and feel this unproductive emotion, it creates some pretty unproductive and undesirable actions and results in my life. And that's okay too. It's just, it's very cool. Okay. So I'm going to give you some really specific examples because everything I just said was talking about this concept broadly. And you know, I love to then go much more specific so you can see what I mean. I'm going to tell you about a couple of ways that I have used this concept in my life recently that have been really powerful for me. So recently, my husband and I were in a bit of a a rough spot, a little bit of a low spot in our marriage. And 
struggling to connect, struggling to communicate. And he's not even away. He's here. That happens, you guys. You know this. They don't have to be away for us to struggle to connect. And I was struggling in particular. Well, it's like we were both struggling individually and it, it resulted in us also struggling in our relationship. Where sometimes when you're struggling individually, it actually can like bring you together in your relationship. And then sometimes when you're struggling individually, it can pull you apart. And so for me personally, this was last year when I had hurt my back and I was down for a long time. And I was mentally lower than I usually am, feeling more discouraged than I usually do, um, just struggling to just feel the way I usually feel, the way I like to feel, and uh, struggling to conduct my life in the way that I really prefer to conduct my life when all things are in my in my control. Not all things. When the things that are in my control are there and then and when I'm accepting the things that aren't in my control. And so I was in a more vulnerable place and my husband was working through some of his own things that I some of them I'm aware of, some of them maybe I wasn't aware of. And he was just in a place where he wasn't necessarily sharing with me why he was struggling. So then I start to do guessing. You know, we talk about this. We can guess things for our good. We can guess things for bad. So I was guessing the reason that he was behaving, you know, showing up in a certain way around me or in our marriage or the reason he said something specific, you know, I was guessing some really painful reasons that he was behaving that way and speaking that way. Or for, what's interesting is for us, it's more of like not speaking that way. For example, he's not necessarily saying terrible things to me. It's that he's not saying things to me. And I am a person that words are very important. And uh, my husband does his best, but words are not his, you know, his priority, his love language, all of those things. And so he shares with me when he wants to, when he can, when he, you know, he knows that it means a lot to me. And sometimes he's up for sharing words even more than or like is he's comfortable with. And sometimes when, especially when he's struggling, he won't necessarily go beyond his personal comfort level, which is a very low amount of like communication and, and that form of connection for me. So, I mean, I could get more specific than that, but I don't really need to, but I'll just, I just want to say that there was this particular day where it came to a head and I was just swimming in these painful, painful thoughts of about about my marriage, about my husband, about and again, I want to I want to say here for a second because I'm not getting specific. You might be imagining some of the things I was thinking. I we weren't. I wasn't thinking like, are we going to get divorced? It wasn't that kind of painful thought. It was like I thought he loved me more than that. I thought marriage was going to feel different than this right? So it is a little more broad, but it's more of like, I'm taking what he's doing and what he isn't doing. And I'm adding it to myself already feeling low. And then out of all the thoughts in the world, I'm choosing to think some pretty painful thoughts instead of managing my mind, which is, it's okay that I didn't. It's really okay that I didn't in this moment. Instead of managing my mind and giving him the benefit of the doubt and not making what he is doing and going through mean something painful about me and about our relationship, instead I just did. I made it mean something painful about our relationship. I chose those thoughts and I thought them pretty persistently on this one day that, I mean, it was, it was sprinkled off and on throughout this time period. But like I said, there was this one day where it came more to a head and I was so sad. I was hurting so much. And then that coupled with as my sadness came out and out, the sadness I'm creating for myself, the hurt I'm creating for myself, I'm adding on top of that. Now that I'm sad, like he should comfort me or he'll definitely like 
be there for me or whatever. And my husband is often very good at comforting me. But in this moment where he's working through something on his own and really just doesn't have very much for me in this moment, and then I'm swimming in my painful thoughts and then I double my painful thoughts because I'm like, now I'm sad and he's still not coming to me, opening up to me, connecting with me, talking to me, whatever it was, right? So I'm lay- I'm literally laying in my bed crying. And I, I want to share this with you guys because it's really important to me that you guys know that I'm just like you. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm on this podcast, speaking from a place of authority, um, teaching you these concepts, our brain tricks us a little bit and says like, this isn't something Jesse struggles with. But it's really important to me that you guys know I'm right there with you, applying these tools in my own life to my own brain, working on managing my mind, many days not managing my mind, swimming in dirty pain, all the, all the things I teach you. One reason that I'm good at teaching it is because I'm a life coach and I'm a certified life coach and I coach other people and I have a lot of knowledge and expertise in this area. But another reason I'm so good at teaching it to you is because I'm using it all the time. I use all of these concepts in my life all the time because I am a human like you. I have a lower brain like you. And while I come to you on this podcast, again, from that place of authority, I also hope to constantly and continually convey that I'm coming to you as a peer. Do you know what I mean? I'm coming to you from both directions and I hope that you feel that. So this is definitely a story that I want to share as to really remind you that I'm just your peer in this journey of thought work that we're on. So I'm literally laying in my bed crying, um, working through all the, all the pain that I'm creating for myself. And I'm tempted to do some of those things I talked about at the beginning of the episode of make myself stop crying, hide it from my husband, hide it from my kids, judge myself for crying. Uh, and then as, as a life coach, right, I want to judge myself for thinking such painful thoughts, right? If I know how to manage my mind, if I know that my thoughts are, my feeling of pain is coming from my painful thoughts, why don't I just change my thoughts, right? So I'm tempted to go all these places, And I just had this little thought come through that I've been using so much and I love it. And the thought is, it's okay that you're in pain. You're thinking really painful thoughts. And that sentence right there produces such a beautiful model for me. It's kind of a model on top of a model. So my initial model is um, thinking the painful thoughts about my husband, feeling pain from that. And then my actions are to really be watching for him to do this thing that I'm worried he's doing, which is, you know, again, it's like just not talking to me or not opening up to me. And to cry is another action, right? So I have this model going on. And then my model, my next model that comes right away is I'm tempted to have it be one of those other models of like judgment or um, ignoring or resisting or whatever. But instead, I think this thought, it's okay that I am in pain. I'm thinking really painful thoughts. And I just relax into my pain in this moment. And I'm watching myself continue to think the painful thoughts, continue to be in pain and continue crying, but opening up to the pain, opening up to no one else is creating this for me. It's me. I even know how to think and feel differently, but it's okay that I'm not. There's no mystery about why I'm in pain. It's from my thoughts. And it's okay. It's okay. It is okay that I am in pain right now. It is okay that I'm thinking painful thoughts. It's okay that my painful thoughts are creating my pain. It's okay that I'm crying. It's all okay. 
And I just had this very profound experience of relaxing and opening up to my pain in that moment. And it was way less painful. I know that sounds interesting. It was way less intense. It was just this very still not fun, still hard and painful experience, but it became more beautiful and just more profound and more meaningful. Even like my pain took on a little bit more meaning in that, you know, I just wasn't lying to myself about anything. I wasn't running away from it. I was owning it. I was accepting it. I was giving myself so much love and I was still in pain, but it was just a very clean pain. I know we've talked about that clean pain and dirty pain. Anyway, just talking about it really reminds me of that profound experience I had in that moment. And so that's why I titled this podcast episode, It's Okay, because it's all okay. Let's have lots of times where we manage our mind and change our thought and change our feeling. And let's also have lots of times where we just say, it's okay that you're feeling what you're feeling. It's not a problem. You can handle pain. Uh, Okay, the next example that I want to share with you is one of annoyance, right? You know, that's another one that I struggle with. I love my kids. I love being a mom. It's more than almost anything. (laughs) And yet I spend more time than I care to admit feeling annoyed at my children. They annoy me. Kids are annoying and that's okay. I've, I've, my relationship with this has shifted in, in many ways. And it's, for me, it's a combination of managing my mind so that I feel less annoyed with them at times, but also just accepting that they annoy me. And that's okay. That doesn't make me a bad mom. It doesn't make them bad kids. Like nothing needs to change. And so uh, this is another area that I've applied this. It's okay, right? So when I first feel annoyed with my kids, I'm really quick for that model on top of a model. I'm, I'm thinking they shouldn't be doing this. I wish they would stop. Whatever I'm thinking, I'm feeling annoyed, right? That's how that model plays out, action, result. And then my model on top of a model is you shouldn't be annoyed at your kids. You're a bad mom or... Um, you know better than this because you know the only reason you're feeling annoyed is because of your thoughts, right? Just similar to the pain situation where I quickly either try to judge myself, run away from myself, change something, right? But instead now, not every time, but when it just, it, it's just, I handle it differently every time, but there are just times where I just want to open up to the experience of being annoyed. I just say, it is okay that you're feeling annoyed right now. You're thinking really annoying thoughts, not a problem. You can handle being annoyed. You are feeling annoyed towards your kids because of your annoying thoughts. They may be doing something that you don't prefer, but whatever they do and say is always in your circumstance line. And you could change your thoughts and feel less annoyed towards your kids. But right now, you're just going to feel annoyed. You're just going to think annoying thoughts and feel annoyed towards your children and it's okay. And let me tell you, I have enjoyed feeling less annoyed at my children because of my management. And I have also enjoyed letting myself be annoyed. It's really twofold of an improved experience in my parenting. And when I accept my annoyance while completely acknowledging that I'm creating it, but I don't need to change it, it becomes way less intense. It shows up way less in my action line. Like the action line of it's okay, you're annoyed, you're thinking annoying thoughts is, is still, um, you know, mild, like mildly annoyed. I'm still annoyed, but I'm not snapping. I'm not feeling out of control. I'm not feeling resentment. I'm not feeling like I'm trapped, like that my, you know, if my kids need to change, but they're not going to change. So I'll never not feel annoyed. You know, some of those dramatic, intense places I go to when, uh, I either think that 
they are making me feel annoyed rather than me. Or when I think that I'm a bad mom and I should stop feeling annoyed. Both of those really take me to some dramatic, grumpy, snappy places that I don't like. But when I either manage my mind to feel less annoyed, that feels awesome. And my action line looks pretty awesome when I do that. And when I accept my annoyance, owning that I've created it, my action line also looks pretty okay. Like I'm still annoyed, but it's not so dramatic. It's not so intense. And I don't snap at my kids as much. Instead, I just, I'm almost amused at my annoyment. Uh, annoyment, that's not a word. I'm almost amused at my state of annoyance. Maybe that's how you say it. <laughs> Where I'm like, this is so funny that what they're doing right now is driving me bananas. It's just like the simplest thing that this tapping thing or this game they're playing or whatever they're doing, right? It can be a very simple thing they're doing or it can be a, a very elaborate thing they're doing. And I am thinking annoying thoughts like I wish they would stop or like, why, why is this happening again? Or whatever that, just those common annoying thoughts are that come through my head. And then I'm feeling annoyed and it's okay. I just love this concept and I was excited to put it into a podcast episode for you guys because it's really bringing some cool experiences into my life. So you can basically take any negative slash unproductive feeling that you are experiencing, that you have categorized as negative or unproductive, that you might maybe have previously been working on managing your mind around to decrease, and you don't need to stop doing that, but I want you to especially be watching for when you notice yourself doing those those things I talked about, the judgment, the resistance, right, the, some of those things, and that's going to pop up for you as a cue to, this might be one that I just open up to. I can keep managing my mind around, like if I've identified, you know, resentment or overwhelm or something, right? Stress, something like that. I've identified that this is something that's coming up for me. I've done some thought work on it and I've decreased it maybe in my life, but it's it's, it's probably never going to stop coming up for me. So I want to, while I'm decreasing it, I also want to spend some time opening up to it. And in the moments that you know it'll come up or in the moment that you feel it come up, you just, just take a second and decide, do I want to manage my mind here? Or do I want to just open up to this experience and this feeling knowing I'm creating it? And then just give it a try. Just try opening up to it and see what it feels like. It may take you a few different scenarios, a few different tries to really experience this thing that I'm describing, this profound um, acceptance and relaxing into the emotion. But when you experience that and you see how quickly you're able to let it all come through, process it, move through it and move on, and how it did, it just it was a way less intense experience. I think you're going to be very excited to then try it again at another time. And it's just so nice that in any given moment, we have multiple options for ways to handle those emotions that we're trying to decrease in our life. We can decrease the occurrence of the emotion and we can also decrease the intensity of the emotion. So remind yourself in all these moments that it's okay. Everything is okay. You are a human having a human experience and you're doing a fantastic job. I know it to be true. And that is what I have for you guys today. Are you ready to take what you are learning here on this podcast to the next level? Then let's work together. I would be honored to be your life coach and help you create the life you dream about by focusing on what is always in your control, your mindset. Are you ready for everything in your life to feel different and better without needing to change any of your circumstances? Then schedule a free call with me by going to my website, simplyresilient.net. I can't wait to work with you.